Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Uh, okay, now this is again, everybody's going to have again? to stay close to your mic. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> now that did not clip. Oh, we're, we're testing laughing over here. We're at the laugh factory. Welcome to the laugh factory. <laughs> That's it. Where we manufacture laughs. We manufacture, we request and provide laughter. Because we can't get them naturally. Happy Halloween, Eve. Oh, it is. It is. Yeah. We're, we're recording this on Halloween Eve, even though this is a, a Christmas movie, ostensibly. Mm. Oh, yeah. I don't I know that I would call it a Christmas movie. That's a bit movie. of an exaggeration. It is It is a winter film. <laughs> well, film. It's, it is a winter recording. It's something you can. <laughs> <laughs> video. It's a winter video. Well, so. Uh, Welcome to Nameless Best Friends. Yes, welcome to Nameless Best Friends. I'm Paige. I'm Beth. And I'm Jack. That's Jack. That's Jack. Okay, and so we do, this is a podcast for talking about Hallmark movies and other insipid delights, and today's topic is both. Uh, It is a (laughs) Hallmark movie called Jack. Under the Christmas Sky, uh, starring Jessica Parker Kennedy and Ryan Peefy, I think is how you say that name. Okay. They didn't hire me for being good at names. They didn't no. hire me. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what we usually do on this podcast that uh, we, I don't know if usually we can say usually on the third podcast, but we usually try to come up with a different name for this. So Beth, did you come up with one? Once again, I forgot that was the assignment. You guys go first. <laughs> well, all I could come up with was under this Christmas guy, <laughs> because that's what it comes sounding that like to is. me. And, uh, yeah, I mean, because honestly, there was some some sort of weird, I'm going to phrase it as a romantic undertone to this movie, where everybody seemed a little horned up for Ryan Peavy's character. I don't know what his name is. What is his name? Uh, well, let me read the, the summary for you here. Yeah. Maybe it'll come up. I, let me see. 
Kat is an esteemed astrophysicist who is scheduled for her first trip into space next year until an accident grounds her. While on leave, coming to terms with the reality that her dream of being an astronaut is over, she volunteers at the local planetarium. There, she is paired up with By the Book David. So that's David. His name. It's that by doesn't the, by even the ring David. a bell. No, that <laughs> doesn't ring a bell at all. <laughs> to, to work on an exhibit opening right before Christmas. Will the stars align to bring these two together at the holidays? Yes. I mean, obviously. Will oh. the stars align? Yeah. Look at them. Yeah. Oh, um, my gosh. So this this movie starts off very strongly, uh, I would say, in that it, it in the space of the first 30 seconds. Space. <laughs> uh. Uh, are two quotes that I think should be in every Hallmark movie. The first is space cadets. Mm. That should you, be mentioned. You just learned is- that expression. I just taught you that expression. Jack had never heard that expression. He'd heard it from in a space way. But I referred to somebody as being a space cadet, like being an airhead. And he's like, what? Really? Oh, I didn't, never even, ca- I didn't even catch that in this. No, the, the, it's just that they say, oh. no matter what happens, we're space cadets. Yeah. And Which, then- <laughs> again, if you don't know that as a colloquial way of taking it, it's even funnier. <laughs> I know. That's interesting that you were struck by it, given that. You didn't know that expression. That's like if somebody said, well, when in Rome, and you're like, what? You have gelato? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I just thought um, I was struck by it because it, it was an odd, encouraging thing to say to an adult astrophysicist, I felt. It is. And they said that in front of a, 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 a Christmas tree that was decorated by plastic Wayfarer sunglasses, mm. which to me, as somebody who was in college in 2010, made it just look like the year 2010 threw up all over the Christmas tree. <laughs> And when my boyfriend and I were watching it, he came up with the perfect name for it, which was LMFAO Tannenbaum, which is only great <laughs> if you remember the band LMFAO. <laughs> oh, wow. That's very good. <laughs> Not so, to be confused with LMNT, which was O-Town. Oh, oh. yes. Oh, making the band. Mm-hmm. The other phrase I love that they mm-hmm. used, uh, which gets a little bit of liberal use throughout this, is, quote, the accident. Oh, a lot of the accident. So that brings us into what happened here. So basically, this is a movie about um, a woman who looks like a kindergarten teacher who was supposed to go to space and can't because she has a bit of smudge in her eye after a car accident. And uh, I guess the medical diagnosis is acknowledged early on in the film when she sits down with somebody who hates her, I think, (laughs) maybe, who says... Blind spots like yours clear up in days. And she responds, so it's permanent? So. And he says, yes. <laughs> and he says, well, we have to conclude that it is because it hasn't cleared up yet. So that's why she can't go to space. And she's, I want to point this out. There's a fun fact that when we were watching it that we learned. Um, because Yeah, Beth and Jack watched this together. Yeah. I watched it separately. She's very upset about not being able to go to space. And I just, and what we learn is that this is somebody who worked on a probe that touched the sun. So she's very, no, no, it got like 3 million miles within it or something. It touched its, at- its atmosphere. Was right. It right. So she, she is very, very qualified, very capable. And I have to imagine that if you were that qualified, you would probably know that you're probably not going to space most of the time anyway. <laughs> uh, and we looked this up. We found out that only 570 people have ever gone to space in all of history. So I, you know, it wasn't that likely in the first place. I don't know. What was your impression of the main character, Beth? Mommy? <laughs> Mommy Beth? 
<laughs> for anybody who doesn't know, which again, I have to assume the only people listening are deeply familiar with us only because they are probably related to us or are our friends. Mm-hmm. But this is my mother. So, mommy, what did you think <laughs> of the main character? Well, honey. <laughs> Um, I thought she was pretty bland. I mean, I was struck at first by how little I cared. And I thought we were off to a heavy-handed start where it was, no matter what the doctor says, it's not going to ruin Christmas. (laughs) Which is not true, and it's not the right priority. Like, we'll get through it, whatever. It's like, no matter what he tells you, you better not ruin Christmas. (laughs) So that, I mean, that was my first impression was that I, I felt like she was very, um, I don't know. I mean, I just, I, I, I didn't, something was missing for me to connect or care. I didn't really pick up on, on what was happening in that opening scene enough to feel like, oh, now what's she going to do? Yeah, I know. And so... The thing is, her character, it gets off to it. She's a pretty, she doesn't, she doesn't have a lot of gravitas, this character, I guess I would say gravitas. Um, And what's amazing is quite early on, they do a brief POV shot Mm -hmm. of what her vision looks like. Mm -hmm. And that is the craziest thing I've ever seen in a Hallmark movie, where they show what her vision looks like. And it's just, she looks out and it's just a gray spot on her vision. And it's hilarious. Do you remember that? Actually, I didn't. I must have blinked during that because I remember you had told me you'd seen it, and then Jack mentioned, mentioned it later, yeah. and I just didn't care to go back and look because I was imagining it. So it looked like I don't something know if out I of a, saw it. It looked like a VR headset moment, but it looked it, which, it, which there are a few of later for some reason. Yeah. Oh my God, the VR was crazy, <laughs> but I mean, and but to be fair, it would drive me batshit if I just it like it looks like. Basically, if you just had, if somebody had just like stamped like a wet seal on, not not a wet seal, that's the next movie, Mm. but like a wax (laughs) seal onto a pair of sunglasses and made you wear it all the time. Mm -hmm. I think that's a perfect description. And that is what it looks like her vision is like. And I mean, to be fair, in that way, that made me have compassion for her character because I was like the entire time that this movie was going, I was just like, this character is remaining extremely calm because I would be losing my fucking mind. Mm-hmm. I would be furious all the time and be like, I don't care. I don't care about the exhibit. I can't fucking <laughs> see. Right. So, oh, the cookies, mom. Sorry. I can't see anything. <laughs> <laughs> After the doctor's office uh, where she gets the bad news, um, and that's that scene with her her best friend who's very odd throughout this whole movie, she then goes out and meets our next character, which is her brother. Oh, I know. Her brother is... So, okay, first of all, let me just say, our producer, Jack, is my brother. And if you ever called me your big sister in a, in a routine way, or if I called you my little brother, like they always do in these movies, they're always like, my big sister, my big brother, my little brother, my little sister. It just makes yeah. me want to die. I hate that. It was actually worse. I, I remarked to Beth during that it, uh, it really felt like she had more chemistry with the brother oh, i wrote that down too yeah. i said i wrote is this a nice boyfriend or a brother it has to be the brother because he's so charming and i don't want to hitch my wagon to the charming horse <laughs> for this character because a lot of stuff goes on with him that i don't like right but yeah like there there are rarely characters like the hallmark heroes are always like oh hi i didn't uh, see you there 
And but this guy's like, oh, hey, I've got this going on. I'm like, there's no way this is the boyfriend who's going to get ousted. Like, that's never going to happen. It's very it, pleasant. Though. Yeah. It's yeah. like he's cheerful and he's in a good mood and he's like jollying her through this. It has to be a brother. And then he is. And yeah. And it was on his car that I learned that this space center is in Missouri. When yes, I saw it on the, the whole thing plate. takes place in Kansas City. Yeah. It's like the best cruise ship. Now, port he, in <laughs> best cruise ship port <laughs> in Idaho. He says that he's very proud, and uh, I think the next scene after that, uh, or at least the next one I remember, is that he's stealing a flyer. Yeah, he, he's he, at the he's at the museum. He's at the um, it's at the museum because his sister used to collect museum flyers, and he wants to bring it home to his sister. And there are just so many narcs in Hallmark movies, which I've remarked on uh, before, but the girl who won't let him take the flyer. I mean, someone could take the mail out of my mailbox and I would just (laughs) talk about it for the next decade. I wouldn't do anything about it. (laughs) I would like just watch it out. Goodbye. (laughs) Hope that wasn't my new driver's license. (laughs) I mean, I don't know. But the thing, the the vibe in this movie early on is that everyone is kind of treating this girl like, she's like they don't think she's working hard enough to overcome her eye injury that's actually the next scene is that her best friend tells her not to use her medical leave and this seems like an unethical thing but she says mm-hmm. i i don't want you to give up even though she has medical leave for the holidays <laughs> and so she forces her to get to have to get a job yeah well, yeah go ahead yeah and the job happened to be right there in town with the best friend with yeah. the nameless best friend and working on this, I don't know. I, I mean, I watched the whole movie. I wasn't super clear on why they were coming up with, well, we're going to get to it later, but the graphics and stuff. Oh, like, it was. It felt very oh. last minute. Like, none of this felt planned. And this is kind of a characteristic thing of Hallmark movies. And I guess it would be, I mean, it would be boring if it was always, if every one of them was like, well, yes, we've already, we've, we already have the barn dance planned you know the last eight months but still it's always in the last three days which is nuts it surprises me every time especially when it's a yearly tradition Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. the um the narc that you spoke of earlier though that actually starts a whole subplot um yeah that's kind of more engaging than the main plot well she's got a romance so the narc the redheaded barista who works at the museum who's there full-time even though i've never been able to get a hot drink at a museum because it's always (laughs) whatever delightful seeming little cafe is at a museum is always closed whenever I go mm-hmm. but she seems to strike up a little romance with the bum brother the brother that I spoke of of being charming earlier I would like to then now address the fact that he is look ugh, I am a millennial I've spent a lot of time living with my family because I didn't hate them more than I wanted to spend $1,500 to live with other people I hate ever so I spent a lot of time in my 20s living with my family and I get it and it's you know I think a lot of people out there are in that same boat but this character is just like yeah well I quit another job and I'm living with my folks again and he's definitely the character who's like a loser and like he's 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 living with his family's family because he's a because he's a loser he's not living with his family because the government screwed (laughs) up he's like they say they say uh so you're applying for jobs and he says I'm brainstorming yeah (laughs) And temporarily unemployed and thinking about making it permanent. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so he's getting the romance with the girl who was in, who is the barista who tattles on him for the whole flyer thing. And she reminded me of a, her name is Celeste because she reminded me of a different oh. Celeste 
from Drops of God. Mm-hmm. Which just made me want to rewatch Drops of God mm-hmm. all over again. Jack hasn't seen that. Speaking oh. of Drops of God, it's happening. I have to pee. I'll be right back. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> So well, uh, Paige is back from – well, she doesn't use the bathroom in that way, but she is, she's back from the other room. Uh, no, I guess. I'm, I'm back from going – st- your nose. I'm back from going and standing in the small room that we all have and then <laughs> coming back in, which is what I do. Force of habit. Yeah. I mean, it's what we all do, the rest Correct. of us. Um, so, <laughs> so, so where we were is uh, – me. The, where we are is me thinking about how if you don't want your eye injury to – if you want your eye injury to improve – don't read on an iPad. That's where I am. That's I know everybody else needs to stop giving this girl so much flack for, you know, her rest and relaxation. And I want her to read too. Enjoy herself. Make her cookies, etc. But don't read on an iPad. Well, I thought it was odd that she couldn't read, because like she was having a tr- having trouble reading. But she must have had twenty twenty vision before. So one her because she's got an, she's got an obstruction in front of her eye. One eye. Yeah, I use so both eyes saying, to read. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> But if you close, right. if you close one, can you use the other one? No. If she needed to read something, she could have covered the obstructed eye. You know. I know. Oh, but, this but movie that's... would have been so much better if she'd worn an eye patch. Oh my god! Them. You know they talked about it. They must have talked about an eye patch. But so okay. So during that, so she, that's when they have an unexpected visitor, and it's her friend. And that is when I just it was really struck my. That's when her friend shows up, puts her dirty. Boots on the couch. <laughs> oh, I noticed that. Tucked them yeah. up, tucked them right mm-hmm. up on the couch. And you know what? It would have been a great opportunity for some Christmas socks up on the couch, but no dirty heels on the couch. Anyway, both of them. <laughs> this isn't a Christmas movie yet, by the way. They haven't done anything Christmassy yet. That that we, they try to do that on purpose later. So there would be no Christmas socks yet. Just dirty boots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, well. Then she would have had pumpkin socks. Surely. Exactly. You'd have something. But the thing is, is that both of these people, neither of these people look like they ever stood a chance to go spend time in space. I don't understand why they, look, Hallmark movies constantly cast stern looking people who look like they've spent actual time on Jupiter (laughs) as teachers who live in small towns. Why did they cast people who look like they want to get back at Principal Smith <laughs> in the movie about going to the sun or whatever this is? <laughs> oh, yeah. Good point. Oh, my God. Anyway, well, this is when her her friend shows up and is just like, yeah, don't use your medical leave. I've decided that you maybe should have another job and I'm going to hook you up with it. And then she's like, well, I'm but I'm decorating Christmas cookies and I'm having to. This is a, a rare Hallmark heroine who is like, but I'm spending time with my family. And she's and then somebody's like, why? And then she hooks her up with this job. She shows up at the job and then no one has told the only person it really matters to. So the curator at the museum who she's there to assist is like, oh, no one told me about this. So after that scene is pretty much when we're introduced to the child who comes up and is like, you're an astronaut? Cool. Hey, is the sun hot? <laughs> and, then she, and then the astronaut's like, yeah. Really <laughs> and also this main character is not, if she's not giving kindergarten teacher, she's giving Sephora employee or like wow. lush employee who won't wrap your soap, even though it's a birthday present. <laughs> <laughs> who what? cares if it's from me to me? Yeah. I don't another thing I'm not a I'm not a colorist I don't work in this field so maybe there's a real answer for it but I don't understand why anyone won't saturate these movies 
They're mm. they're so like some of them. The way I think of Hallmark movies is like I think of them as like bookstores, cafes, hot chocolate, ice skating rinks, mm-hmm. garlands, mm-hmm. Christmas trees, and then why are so many of them hockey rink? And <laughs> like back room at a at a museum that no one's been to in a really long time, and they're very bleak and very gray and yeah. very undecorated, and then very it's like uh, one thing Richie said when we were what Richie's my boyfriend who was being subjected to watching all of these. <laughs> one thing he said is you can tell when someone <laughs> when someone decorated a surface in an hour. <laughs> I love when there's very little work put into the props, and that that happens in this <laughs> movie a little bit. Very much, yeah. But and then and they're missing something really important there too, because what I I tend to think of is exactly what you said, Paige. But I, I like to really feel it. Like it's almost like when you're watching a Hallmark movie, the TV itself becomes a Christmas decoration. It is a Yule log. Yeah, it's a Yule log. And so for <laughs> for for you know, I just yeah, I don't want to be in an around. office. No offense to Yule logs. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Oh. So I thought. I thought the same thing. And and they also, and thing that I'm I'm noticing, I have always noticed, but I'm noticing especially lately, is that they often write children younger than they should be for, oh. for the age oh, of yeah. the child we're yeah, clearly looking at. We talked about that a little bit on the last episode. Yeah, so I don't know how old a kid up. would have to be, though, to ask, is the sun hot? <laughs> But she's I think nonverbal. I mean, I think that <laughs> by the time you're verbal, you understand that the sun is hot. Yeah. So I don't. But I mean, then that's just one line out of out of several that I thought were, you know, it was a, they, they and they condescended to her somewhat, too. It's like, do you want to go over to the coloring station? Kind of, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know, that, especially because that's a child who has got designs of being a scientist and, mm-hmm. and who's like talking about having pretty. I don't know. You want to have a smart young character, mm-hmm. have a smart young character. Don't have a character say. Is it sun hot? Yeah. Just make her smart. That's fine. She can be smart in ten. So much yeah. mileage out of that one. I really like. Um, this is uh, this is the moment uh, when I started to notice that there is um, no conflict in this movie mm. because consulting for a planetarium in Kansas City is a pretty big step down from building a probe that touches the sun, <laughs> and she doesn't mind at all. And in, and in fact, they start referring to the to the guy to what was it, David. They start referring to him as Supposedly. if he's like this stone wall that won't let her get anything through. But actually, he's very reasonable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he and neither of them are really having the ego thing that was presented because that's that's the movie that you think you're going to get. You're, that he's like the guy who's taking his Missouri <laughs> his Missouri museum very seriously, and she thinks she's too good for it. But no, she's like, I'm really excited about this. Museums matter to me, and he's just like, Yeah, you know your stuff. <laughs> Well, and, and I you think don't want too much conflict in a Hallmark <laughs> movie, but this is too little. But this is too little. It's too little. Well, she has a hot idea kindling in her mind, though, oh, which man. we're gonna oh, we're man. gonna see pretty soon. So maybe her a little creative spark had had occurred for her. So we come back to the brother because oh. actually we visit with him quite frequently. Yeah, and, I got a comment about the brother immediately. He asks the question. This is how he flirts. He <laughs> asks the question, "What's ornament making?" <laughs> oh yeah does he yes yes what's ornament making well this is also a guy who at, when at one point they're like they're hanging ornaments on the tree and then they're like oh this is from your era of when you were curling oh, God, at God. which point he flexes his biceps up and then down as if he were bodybuilding which makes it seem like he doesn't understand oh. curling oh. they hadn't shot the curling scene they hadn't yet. shot the curling scene yet oh. he didn't know curling yet but curling is upcoming and then he learns what it is 
But I had I didn't know either. Curls. Oh my god. Yes, I didn't know either. So he did that little like a little like Mighty Mouse move, and that I wrote is like, but he doesn't know curling is a different sport. Like curling's the one the Beatles did in Help, and (laughs) so anyway, yeah. But also. I was so distracted by the boy, by the boy, mm-hmm. by the boy, well, by the brother not knowing his own sport that I didn't really stop to think about. You have an ornament to commemorate the curling era. Mm. <laughs> well, but said, what's, what's ornament making? What's ornament making? <laughs> I want to. Yeah. But let's take a minute with that, though, no, just please. because what else could ornament making be? <laughs> <laughs> Give me yeah. what isn't ornament making a single example of something else it could be to create yeah. that confusion. You also pointed out that space-themed ornament making mm-hmm. is sort of limited. Oh, yeah. I mean... <laughs> a rocket, a star, a sun, a planet. A sun, planet, all the, a lot of brown things, a rocket, the a star. The cast of Star Wars. Mm, and I don't think that counts. possibly a flying saucer. It's not on, yeah, it's yeah, it has to be generic. <laughs> That's one of the rules in the Hallmark universe. In star, universe. star fight. <laughs> anyway, yeah, there are very few distinct. <laughs> What's ornament making? <laughs> I mean, you rarely need that kind of exposition. I mean, I understand them being like, we we haven't done this since mom died. I understand you have to like lead them to say things like that, but having to say that is kind of crazy. Whoa, there's a tree growing in your living room. <laughs> what is that thing? Yeah. Is that a fire? Oh my god. I'd well, like to see this guy in every movie. I'd like him to just wander through one scene in every movie, like the mouse and Goodnight Moon, oh. and just say something <laughs> absurd, some very weird take like that's you're eating that tiny picture of Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about a beginner's mindset. Yeah. Uh, oh my god. So the the very next scene is when they kind of un- unveil the, what the rest of the plot is going to be. Wait, They're- are we missing the scene where she she finds her fa- where she finds her father in the kitchen? Yes, we are. Because uh, yes. there's always the scene where somebody somebody can't sleep and somebody else can't sleep, and I love those <laughs> scenes. And this is a scene where dad can't have a cookie, which uh, dad can never have a cookie in these movies. And I guess it's like his cholesterol, <laughs> his adult. heart. He's dad can never. Dad can't. What's that? He's an adult. Yeah, yeah, but he's a sick adult. Dads are so close to death, I guess. Well, oh. but. Uh, <laughs> But I feel, but this, look. You'll notice there are only three of us. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> As with a Hallmark movie, there's a dead parent in this one. <laughs> but the this, so this, mm. this grown woman is sleeping in a onesie. And, okay, this is not a style insult. It's not an infantil- infantilization issue. But I do have a problem with the idea of her sleeping in them without feeling like she's caught in a woman-sized cobweb with no way out. Because... <laughs> That I cannot imagine that. Like, I, I know I have my little oh. me-sized flannel thing that I wear around, but even I end up having to wear a cute bralette under it because I have to tie that around my waist halfway through Thanksgiving or whatever I wear it. <laughs> I can't even wear that for fashion. To wear it to sleep is crazy. We but I guess she's a person that. who is going to go to space in a spacesuit, so maybe she's more okay with that kind of claustrophobia. <laughs> True. We did notice that that she has the 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 you know the stars and and yes. she's in a in her childhood bedroom and she it just oh. didn't look right. Yeah, Something her, about it her childhood look. bedroom was a lot. Oh, so you know what? That the craziest thing about that though was that the somebody gave the set designers of this movie the note. She liked space when she was a teenager, so decorate it for space. But no one gave the note. She liked space when she was a teenager, which was twenty years ago. So everything is from 
Instagram. Like everything is brand new. Really? You nothing. Yeah. I like if you look that. at it, like everything feels like her sheets are like they look like a picture of the galaxy. Like nothing has the patina of like lame two thousands, which right. it yeah. would have, you know. Like they like when when like I was a I was a teenager in the two thousand, you know. In I don't when was I was a teenager? <laughs> I don't in know. In the two thousands. In the two thousands. Yeah. And it's like we had yeah. we had lame stuff. We did not have cool stuff like you're, that. You're welcome. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. We had lame, stupid, dumb stuff. Well, not we my neighbors, cheaper but stuff. I did. Yeah, exactly. We had cheaper stuff than everyone else. No, not even that. This is the thing. It's just like that was not an era of having full image graphic comforters. Yeah. And I don't know. It 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 looks it looked like it was decorated yesterday. Mm-hmm. And it, it wasn't good. Her bedroom was crazy. But so anyway, you were trying to move us along, Jack. Uh, yeah. The, <laughs> so the only uh, plot relevant scene in this entire movie, really. Is that they they're talking to the the person who's in charge of the planetarium? They're talking to her, and I think they they give the whole thing up. Uh, the plot of this movie is making the characters do the work that the writers couldn't, which is connect space to Christmas and make it interesting enough. The that son's people pay birthday is Christmas because they, that's literally what she says. <laughs> she says if you could connect it to Christmas somehow, that would just be great. Well, the whole thing seemed rich from ripped from the pitch meeting where some writer was like, no, yeah. you don't get it. It is the perfect <laughs> Christmas movie because, look, the sun is – and then that's the scene we got. Like, oh. she's going into – diving into, like, some sun monologue. Well, it was her description, and it was ironic because she begins by saying that, it, you know, the description needs improvement because it's not – you know, accessible and memorable for children. It needs to Correct. be brightened up. <laughs> and then she proceeds to describe the whole winter solstice thing, which I think could have could truly have been presented in a magical storytelling way. But she said it. She said it boring. <laughs> There's a hang after she says, so actually Christmas is the son's birthday. And they look at each other for just long enough for everyone to think, actually, it's someone else's birthday. <laughs> Basically, though, she's saying that, you know, this stuff is fascinating and it should be fascinating to children. And OK, so I it agree also with be that. Fascinating to a 33 year old person watching it. But well, I 100 no percent, I 100 <laughs> no percent guarantee you that every single year I'm going to see this title in the lineup under the Christmas sky. And I'm going to think that sounds nice because that's I'm not going to oh, remember gonna picture, this no, movie I'm until I picture, see the description. I'm going to picture like. A nice couple having like a picnic in the back of a red pickup truck with mm. like looking at the sky. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. no sky in this movie. That's true. Actually, not yeah, a, the not only a sky single is sky. Yeah. Is there any outdoors? No, not one. The planetarium sky. That's the but only sky they have. My favorite thing about so there were several meetings in that room where they had these dull talks. It was basically Dune in that way. But oh. like it my favorite was when she was like, I used to come to the museum when I was a little girl and I one of the most impactful things for me was they had this amazing art and I just, I used to love the graphic that they, they, they and she was just talking about how it was amazing. And she's like, and so I threw this together and she, <laughs> she turns around the iPad <laughs> and it was just like, <laughs> it was just like a son with the dumbest little fucking face. <laughs> And it reminded me so much of the not not another teen movie scene where it's like where it's like Chris Evans walks down at the stairs and she and the girl is painting a picture and she it's just like it looks just like your 
It's a picture of my mother, and it's just like a stick figure. Like, that's what it looks like. Well, do you remember what you said? She has Beth? your mother's yeah. eyes. That's what it is. Yeah, I said that um, that, that graphic was just missing the, the, the tiny cartoon body under it that's wearing a Hawaiian shirt and flip-flops. <laughs> And, and, and the and the have a great summer uh, to the the sixth you know the preschool kids like that you were saying it looked like well something no it would has be a, a Santa hat role. so it was kind of like you know uh, you'd find it at, at one of those oh like by Disney World at that gift shop that's not Disney and not Disney endorsed so it's got a bunch of shit but it's oh. cheaper so that we we've been there the one with the yeah. wizard out front yeah. oh the one we were just talking yeah. about yeah mm-hmm. so that's where you'd find like and you'd find that on a plaque maybe and it would say florida christmas 1998 <laughs> and it is you, you, it's you, just you. a terrible <laughs> funida. <laughs> uh, you point- some lando funida <laughs> you pointed out that it that it looks uh like the kind of clip art that you'd see in an elementary school. Absolutely. Oh my God, but the meaning she put behind it. It would be on the cover of the teacher's, you know, assignment. Yeah. You know, mimeographed assignment thing that they hand out. Mimeographed. Yeah, that's, well, that's going back for me. I know. That 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 one's just for that that generation. (laughs) This one's for the old folks. So so (laughs) up up here then next is a very important scene. Perhaps the most important scene. Wait, is it the curling scene? It is the curling I love... Guys, when are we going curling? <laughs> because holy shit. I thought it looked fun. It looks so fucking fun. No, okay, no. my only note was curling for fuck's sake. <laughs> well, mine was curling, question mark, question mark, to be fair. Mine was holy shit, do I want to go curling? <laughs> and then it was who didn't do the marketing for curling because this could easily be icy bowling. <laughs> I... I love. I want to go curling so bad. Also, because what I also who did the marketing for curling because it's also just clean at cleaning up. <laughs> <laughs> like everything about it's some crazy. mom invented curling. Oh yeah, yeah they're, they're saving on having a zamboni. That's instead you. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it looks so fun. Pull the whole sport out of it. Mm. Oh my god, and then she goes out for drinks with her friend again, and then my note next was I think her eye issue has something to do with her going out for pints of chocolate milk with peppermint <laughs> pints of chocolate milk with peppermint rims instead of wine like her normal friend. And she she says there she says uh, again this is they're they're big on telling and not showing in this movie so this mm. is how they advance the romance quote Are you into Mister Tall, Broody, and Stubborn? And that's do that's accomplishing two things. It's one it's saying. There is a romance happening. And two, it's saying he is these things in case you didn't notice because we didn't show or it. Or didn't agree. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. And then next scene with tall brooding and whatever you said. Stubborn. Stubborn. Which he absolutely which he does not demonstrate no, at all. And also isn't hot. Is he tall? I, I, actually, I she, said, yeah, he doesn't. He's. He, I haven't seen him. She seems tall, very or... small and petite. So he I he could be 5'5". Five, five. I don't it's know. It's not huge. But the VR headset, it's on his desk <laughs> and it was very much. We're doing a lot of Disney World talk in this by accident, but it is reminding me heavily of Carousel of Progress. Oh, <laughs> it did not feel modern. It didn't look. You can't put things oh like VR heads. We're not in a place where VR headsets don't feel like stupid future modern. Yeah. Like no. especially if they're handled by people who you just know wouldn't know what that thing does. And what and it didn't have to do with anything. Anyway, so they're early in the movie. They're like, we just don't want this special exhibit to look elementary so that brings us to the exhibit that looks mm, elementary well or is it more preschool maybe that's what they meant Uh, yeah elementary is a little sophisticated for a lot of our visitors we don't want to lose the preschool audience Mm -hmm. i mean 
That's where the money is, honey. On a screen in the background, I noticed a quote that I really think uh, could have been the name of this movie, which is, quote, is the sun a god? Question <laughs> mark. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that god. was, you pointed that out. <laughs> what? What's ornament making? Is the sun a god? <laughs> All these That's questions just... and more will not be answered. Yeah. This is the kind of thing. It's like the auto finish when you go into Google. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Is the sun a, a god? god? <laughs> well, similarly to that, the song that was playing in the background of the scene with the lyrics, July is nice, I love the winter. I don't remember the melody, but I, rem- I imagine it was like, July is nice, but I love the winter. <laughs> and then... It is a montage, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So, mm-hmm. but then we paused it because we needed a refill. And... <laughs> And that is when we noticed the in the background the extremely long rocket with her sun graphic taped to it, <laughs> and then three reindeer absolutely crotching it on top of it. And that is the... Were they impaled? I no, don't... just crotching it, just lying on top, wrapped mm. their legs around it. Okay. It just didn't feel like the arts and culture that we were promised. Yeah. Flexible reindeer never do. No. <laughs> How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Baggy legs. Uh, so is this, because I, I, I sort of started missing parts at, at, at the I, end same. here. Same. I, I yeah, felt very lost at this point. Mm-hmm. So is this when the brother becomes a savant by Hallmark standards? <laughs> Because I, I think it's about here. I don't know. You remember when I got here to record today, you guys, and I was like, I'm watching the end of the movie again. It was because I was trying to catch up with the brother. Mm-hmm. I could, and I, I did rewatch the ending. I still don't know. I All I remember from the ending really is this is when the child was pouting on purpose, mm-hmm. which I fucking loathe. Mm-hmm. And nothing could make me want to give them a treasure less. Right. <laughs> Just a treasure. N- nothing. <laughs> a treat. A nothing. N- I hate this kid for asking for something in return for her fair and honest review like an influencer mm-hmm. absolutely oh, yeah. not mm-hmm. and then there was a scene that took place in a slatted white room where they sit together after finishing the curation 
And I feel like it's the one property Hallmark might own because I feel like it's in everything. Like, it's in Hats Off for Christmas. We all always describe it as looking like a post office. Uh-huh. But it's like that slatted white oh, yeah. room. I yeah, feel like it's yeah. just like their one thing that they have. Well, this is when they manufacture tension, though, because this is when I suppose Daniel, David, who cares, um, accuses her of kidnapping, basically. That's right, because she took the child, the upset child. Oh, and my he God. comes in and he's uh, frantic. That's the kind of thing I could never recover from because that, that kind of comment from somebody makes me feel slapped. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah, Absolutely sure. not. Absolutely well, not. He apologizes in the very next scene, so no worries. But <laughs> I, I remember I, I checked it. Um, I, I checked it and I wanted to see how far we were from the end. I mean, I did that a lot throughout it. But <laughs> I, I did it particularly at this point. And I, I noticed that we were like 30 minutes. I was like, oh, God, so they're going to have to do another manufactured tension moment that's ooh, and they do i was so disappointed when you paused it and we still had i think it was 40 minutes oh, God. but the thing is this is around when there are a bunch of weird because you remember i was saying there was a bunch of weird and i'm going to call it romantic tension going on around this man mm-hmm. but in amidst all the weird broken dreams going on around here <laughs> oh, yeah, mom who's all horned up comes around and <laughs> says thanks for making my daughter's days so invigorating yeah weird and then she weird. and then her her son puts his arm around her and she like grabs his hand and fiddles with his fingers for the rest of the scene <laughs> and then at one point <laughs> the dad comes over and said and says to the guy you get to be my age and uh and he looks him up and down <laughs> and said everyone's a kid Ooh. i don't know i'm not i know ew i don't know that. I don't know. And then we got, and then we, yeah, we have the guy turn into an asshole and say, it's my responsibility to take care of her like Batman. And then <laughs> mom says the expression rock hard at a certain point. Oh, yeah, she does. I noticed that. And then, then and Nathan's best friend misses the exhibit. Yeah, that's I guess like a she, scheduling conflict. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like her, in her contract, she's like, I'm only available for scenes in which you give me wine or I'm allowed <laughs> to put my shoes on the couch. I want pure luxury. <laughs> I've done my days on. <laughs> bold and the beautiful or whatever she looks like a bold and the beautiful gal i've done my days and this is what i'm gonna do now so they then introduce the kid uh to everyone at their stand-in for nasa which is uh nsp national space program uh they introduce her to everyone including someone a guy who's also pick up my sigh yes (laughs) (laughs) just making sure (laughs) yeah yeah that'll be there (laughs) So, yeah, she, they introduce her to everyone at NASA, well, yeah, NASA, including a guy in a wheelchair who says they couldn't run this place without me. It's kind of a sweet scene, but it's kind of out of place because they just argued a whole yeah. bunch. Yeah, I but, remember that, too. And yeah, then not much, nothing to say about it. <laughs> no, nothing, because yeah. that's when I wrote, what's the conflict with 4,000 exclamation points and question marks? <laughs> Yeah, nothing furthered the plot because there was no plot. We didn't have a question right up front, which is what every story needs. You need to say, how are they going to solve this? How are they going to get out of that? How are they going to save the farm? How are they going to? I don't know. I think it was about halfway through that we did pause it and you said, what are we wondering? What is the question? Yeah. And then, I mean, like she gets offered a job. He's super weird about it. Like he's a jerk. Well, wait, before that happens, they have a help me with my necklace scene. Oh, love mm-hmm. those. Mm-hmm. And then they kiss about it. That's With all that, tongue. And that's all that's Before all that the end. Actually, oh, and the kid yeah. sees it. Actually, the kid then sees it and then Grins immediately immediately starts talking about her mom. Oh, <laughs> she ain't ready. Yeah, and then she gets offered a job. Uh, and then so they because they're fun. extending the Sun Christmas exhibit through <laughs> April? 
Oh, is that what it was? Yes, sir. Well, that graphic was such a hit. Oh, My God, it was that'll so get striking. You, that'll get you through the bleak days of midwinter. Well, that, yeah. That brings me to the next scene where uh, everyone decides that the brother has a career in graphic design now. Because yeah. he designed a banner. He didn't even design the sun. He yeah, I wasn't a even sure what he did. I, yeah, I guess he put some, he did the typesetting, I guess, if we're yeah, going to go back did. in time a little bit. And then he starts dating the, the narc. Uh, then they get the guy apologizes well, again. Is and then they he? Family Are they? Because when she shows up at the house later, it looks like she's invited. And then it turns out she was kind of like yeah. caught she was leaving found. a gift for him on the porch. And, and, and when he sees her, he's like, what are you doing here? Yeah, but then when they start making out, she's the one off camera who's like, are you guys going to do that in front of us or what? Because well, not oh. everybody, everybody is horned up. Yeah, so that's the ending, is that the guy apologizes again in exactly the same way that he apologized the first time. So I don't Hey, not okay is the answer. An apology is not always... uh, The the automatic response to an apology is not forgiveness. (laughs) Like, my response to that man's words to me would be, yeah, okay, it just doesn't seem like you're ready for anything. So goodbye. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm off to space. And if not, (laughs) I'm off to getting space from you. Uh, so then, yeah, he gets invited to the family dinner, and then at the family dinner, it's pretty much as soon as he walks in, they just start making out in front of everybody, and then, yeah, she says, come make out actually in front of them. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the end. I didn't like this movie one bit. <laughs> no. Not not a bit. Not a, not for a scene. How about, how about you, Beth? I think I know the answer. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah, I right. want this playing at my funeral. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I mean, I, yeah, I, I, it was, it was, I, I found it a little bit torturous and it was just, no, truly though, when he paused it, I thought, oh, please, please let us be at the 11 minute mark, you know, where this is the misunderstanding and no, we were like at 40 minutes away. It's also the shortest movie that we've watched this week. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it just failed because there was no plot. There was no story. And I didn't even, you know, I, there was not one character that I cared about. And I liked this. I liked the friend, so, the Did one you? who I've been ragging on some. Oh. The, the, wine, the wine and shoes on the couch friend. She seemed okay. I mm. found her very uncomfortable. No, I didn't. She was all right. I didn't care about anyone. I don't know. And she I, did, I guess what I liked was that she was drinking wine. I guess that's <laughs> what I liked. <laughs> you were just living vicariously yeah. through well, the, I just certainly don't believe any of these people know anything about space. That, that's oh, my God. <laughs> oh, no. no. The sun is hot. The sun is hot. Well, and uh, yeah. Can but, I ask you guys, and we're a little pressed for time now, so I'm going to have to ask you to be very prompt. But can I ask you, how would you fix this movie? Well, I can answer that quickly. Go right ahead. <laughs> Can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fair. <laughs> god okay well i guess um i would not make her i would take down the stakes and make this movie admit what the fuck it is which is a movie about an elementary school Mm -hmm. because this is a this is a movie about a community and not somebody who made a probe that touched the sun yeah and i would like to remind everybody this woman's eye doesn't get fixed by the end of the movie oh she fell wait remember the fall yeah, but it didn't fix anything. We thought that was, uh, we mm-hmm. were sure that was Yeah, she falls eye. and you think it's going to be something. She's like weaving her way through the crowd and they're like, looks like you're doing better. No, no, she's never, she's not fine. The brother doesn't really like, he like gets a job, but like, it's just going to be another one in the string of jobs. <laughs> Nothing is fixed by the end of this movie. It's just an experience 
this is a movie about an elementary school and we just needed them to be she is just the teacher who cares about space and she wanted to put on a space show and that is what this movie is about and that's I don't I can't say fixed because again I agree with you mommy this is not a good movie mommy (laughs) gotta stop calling you mommy I think I think think that's the best you could do though I I agree making it don't pretend this woman is going to space no it needed to not be about that it needed to not have a science bent because it didn't I I feel like the writers were sitting around going well, the Barbie movie is popular, so <laughs> oh my God, what I, we need to do is have this plastic character have a profession that a woman would never really have. <laughs> oh my God. How about astronaut? And I said that I said that to Richie when we were watching. I said, "This is the American for America Ferrera speech from Barbie." I said that at one point where oh like she's she has this one speech that's meant to be like epic, but I mean. No shade on the Barbie movie, but it, like yeah, that, I just that, bought an that, I am can, I am Canuff hoodie, so I won't yeah, hear any. Stuff. No, no, but that, but that, I, I, I didn't feel as moved by that monologue as a lot of people did, anyway. But the, the thing was, I, I especially didn't feel moved by the, the Target version of it here. Mm-hmm. But the thing didn't is, gather. is like it, yeah. This is not a person who works at not NASA. No, no, and if they, and if they NASA. Had, if somebody involved in the writing had had any passion for that subject, if they had watched perhaps a TED top talk by Neil deGrasse Tyson, you know, and or, or an old I don't know Cosmos, who's a Carl Sagan, yeah, something or, you yeah. know that that somebody who was passionate about space, because actually I don't I think even the Winter Solstice stuff was arguably more you know historical Druid tradition kind of stuff than space so there was just nothing i told i used to tell you a story page about the winter sky you know winter skies are always very dramatic and it looks like when you look up sometimes it look you can see you know thin streaks crisscrossing across the sky and i remember telling you a story about how those that was the the sort of the chemtrails from (laughs) santa's sleigh those those were the the evidence of mm-hmm. Santa's sleigh having crisscrossed across the sky. So they should have asked we me. Forgot, we, <laughs> we forgot about that element, the, the NORAD element. Mm-hmm. Oh, they, my God. Yeah. Well, in, in oh my God, where yes. the graphic uh, is entering, <laughs> the, graphic is entering the United States, but the graphic is about 5,000 times too big. Whoa. It's entering the United States, and it, like, skids to a halt yeah, over Texas and turns well, around. Oh, yeah, so basically, said. it's, it's a, like, so one of the events that happens at this exhibit is that there's, like, okay, we're going to do a Santa tracking thing. So Santa's now in the, in the you know, in New England, you know. Oh, my you God, and now he's in Texas. Oh, my God. No, no yeah, now he's in Japan. Texas. He's in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> this is the thing. If you were going to do that, you would be, like, oh, like, similarly to the one they do online. The real one. You would allow the, yes. The, With the, the real Santa. Ooh, Je- did you not tell Jeff? Okay. The, the real one. <laughs> tell me what. Um, you would just make it slow so that kids can trickle in, trickle out. It can be an all-night thing, and it can exactly. be, like, and you can have kids. It would be so cool. That would be a cute thing. I would take a kid to go see that and be, like, oh, my gosh, look, and we can hang yeah. out here for a little while and Till I'm bored. Extremely and then- cool. That's a good idea. <laughs> yeah, Going to a planetarium ah! and having a, a tiny That'd little nice. graphic somewhere. It's, again, looking for the mouse in Goodnight Moon. You could be like, where's Santa? Well, and Where Hallmark thinks yeah. that kids are morons. 
Oh, and it yeah. thinks that they couldn't possibly enjoy anything relaxing, even though I don't know about you guys, but a lot of my childhood memories were things that were relaxing. Oh, yeah. And like sitting, in, plan- sitting in a planetarium. Benadryl naps. <laughs> <laughs> sitting in planetar- and a planetarium is one of them. I, I loved sitting in a planetarium when I was younger. And I also loved watching the NORAD Santa thing. And they, they don't do that at all. And they kind of assume that the kids are just going to believe it. But I think they'd believe it more if it looked, you know, real at all. I don't know. That, that thing looked like it was about a three-minute exhibit and it just yeah. just don't know nope. well you pointed out when we watched it that uh he goes all the way to texas and then he just turns around and he goes towards the screen he's coming to you and then it <laughs> stops so that's the whole thing yeah. that's the santa tracker yeah, yeah. not much to be done no they didn't do much with the santa sun either sun santa or whatever even though well, that was the child's about it. favorite part sun santa's my favorite no, my favorite did. part of this you know, planetarium is that stupid thing over there that's just one Tommy Bahama shirt short of being a ashtray in Florida. From Ron John. <laughs> is this <laughs> Charmless I hate Char- it. Charmless movie. Yeah. So you guys have any other thoughts on you just wanna I never had any thoughts on this <laughs> you wanna <laughs> You wanna move past this movie and forget it ever happened. I would like to. Well let's do that. I think okay. we've got we think we've got Richie showing up with a six-pack for the next uh, recording so we can do Mystic Christmas. Well, Ooh. okay, then. Speaking of Mystic, I think I'm always going to try and do a non-segue segue for this part. Speaking of Mystic, that brings us to our <laughs> Instagram. Nameless <laughs> Best Friends. Sure. That'll take you to all our other personal Instagrams. Um, anybody have anything to plug? Anybody have anything coming up? Oh, Any creative projects yeah, coming up? Yeah, I do. What do you got, Jack? I have an album coming out on on the twenty third of November. Ooh, where yeah. can people find that? Uh, <laughs> well, I, I was gonna hand. I was gonna. I was. Yeah, I'm sorry. I was. I was planning. I, I hadn't thought about this. Maybe people I'll hand out CDs on Hollywood Sun. Boulevard. They can find it on the Sun <laughs> if they have a probe. Uh, no, 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 no need for a probe. You can find it on. Uh, oh, I don't like the way I said probe. <laughs> You can, you can find it on Spotify, Apple, anywhere. <laughs> Literally anywhere. It's an yeah, album. Yeah, anywhere. Anywhere. All right, it's Thalo. T H A L O. Not Thalo. Yeah, it's pronounced Thalo. Uh, yeah. Named after a character in one of Paige's books. It is. It's yeah. an unreleased She's a writer. Book. I am. I'm one of the writers here. One of the two writers. Mm-hmm. Mommy, you have anything coming up anytime soon? Or anything you want people to look for in your past? Uh, nope. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Everything. Okay, what about, hey, I, you know what I bet you have? I bet you have a book that's better than this movie that has something to do with it. Anything? Sorry, you not You got one. any astronauts <laughs> in those books? <laughs> You've written so many books. Um, I have some Lukes, but. Um... Okay, I'll plug one. Um, <laughs> there's If I Could Turn Back Time. That's a favorite of mine. Comes to mind right here because oh. it's got some of your uh, magical realism stuff. It's. Great. I'm sure. I mean, I think all of her, all of her books would really be great for anybody who loves Hallmark. But if I could turn back time, is the one that comes to mind right now. So. Thank you. And I don't like to brag, but there are skies in all of my books. Yeah. <laughs> not not screens. Not uh-uh. screens. Nope. Nope. No. no and no animated Santa sons. No. Mm. I got nothing going on exactly right now, except I'm on Jack's album. I'm That's singing right. on that. She's got a whole song to herself. I do. I did. I wrote a whole song. And then I just, I do one minute Hallmark videos on my Instagram where I sort of make fun of them, but they're fun and they're cheerful and they're not, they're not, they're not taking the piss too hard. They're cute. (laughs) Anyway. It's amazing that you're saying that after 
this podcast. What we've just <laughs> well, done. To I this say movie. it all for here. They're pretty. They're just nice on Instagram. Yeah, they're nice. They're, they're like watching a Hallmark movie. They, they are. are. Yeah. You can get your doses there. Yeah. All right. So do that, and then please rate and review and share this because we can't really do anything with this podcast unless we start making some money off it. So if you share and review and do all that good stuff, then it makes Download. it possible. Download. Download. Yeah. Do all that, then it makes it possible for us to keep doing this. So yeah. uh, do that for us and. Happy holidays soon. Halloween. Yep. Halloween. Happy Halloween. Happy Eve. Halloween. Well, it's probably Christmas. past Halloween. Happy Halloween. Thanks at Christmas. Christmas. Ha- Ciao Mary, for now. Merry Dips of Doodleish. <laughs> <laughs>